Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Comment Section. This time, we are going to talk about the final trailers of uh, Across the Spider-Verse and The Flash. And uh, at the time of this recording, these were not out. We were just, you know, going based off the final trailers. Uh, but uh, on the day of this release, they will officially both be out. So you'll be hearing our final thoughts before these movies actually come out, and you'll have to wait until a future episode of Comment Section to hear what we actually ended up thinking about each of these movies. So, um, yeah, without further ado, take it away. You know, let's just be honest. Let's set the stage. Let's just be honest right now, because some stuff has happened since we last recorded. Oh, yeah. Actually, back in 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, the superhero genre is struggling right now, big time. Everyone hated Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, and but, but there was one thing that people liked, and that was Jonathan Majors as Kang. And now we don't even know if that can continue because of some his legal issues going on right now. Yeah. So Kevin Feige uh, yeah. is just like, my <laughs> I, God, the one thing people liked. <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess on that movie, I, I honestly big time. Yeah, I didn't hear anything whatsoever, uh, like press or marketing or people's opinions whatsoever on that Ant Man and the Wasp movie or even Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Your opinion was the only one I saw, so. It kind of feels like uh, superhero movies are kind of like uh, becoming, uh, you know, they're just fl- flopping and not working more and more. And it Here's kind the- of, I, I was just going to say, you, you kind of notice this, especially like within the last couple of weeks, like this, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie and the Dungeons and Dragon mo- Dragons movie both did like really, really well. And I Actually, did hear people Dungeon talking about Dungeons and Dragons flopped, I think. Uh, I, I can look that up. Maybe I'm that pretty... maybe that's so. The superhero, the Super Mario Brothers. I might have gotten mixed up with some other movie, but the Super Mario Brothers movie is one of the. I mean best that that one's pre- really doing well. Yeah, that's Dungeon and Dragons the... has flopped. It cost 150 million. It's made 127 million. Okay, I think it's just that's just a that's just a product of me being in certain circles where I um, hear about that kind of stuff. Like, more than... uh, like to be fair, like in this show, in this show back in December 2018, you would uh, to talk about you know listening in circles. If you had listened to this show end of 2018, you would have thought Spider Man Into the Spider Verse made two billion dollars. <laughs> what right, we, yeah. we talked about? It. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess the point being, it just feels like, um, I don't know. There are different movies that are more in the zeitgeist, which is kind of odd, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. People are, people are talking about, is there superhero fatigue? And I will say this. No, there is not. Because when you look at them, like Ant-Man, the Wasp, uh, Thor, Doctor Strange, they have big openings, and then they drop. It's people want superhero movies, just the ones we begin suck. Yeah, and I think there's there's not superhero fatigue. There's more uh, 
MCU and DCEU fatigue currently. <laughs> yeah, we're getting bad movies, and also, when you think about it, we're not getting A-list characters. I think the last... I mean, technically, if you want to get technical, we had Charles Xavier in Doctor Strange. But when you look at the last few movies we've had, Shazam, non-A-lister. Black Panther without Black Panther, so non-A-lister. Um, Ant-Man. Thor's middle, but he was... Ne- besides Ragnarok, he wasn't, like, one of the big, bigger ones. Mm-hmm. But we are getting... In the next few years, the, these movies, I think, will really help it. We are getting what I consider are the gold standards of the superhero genre. We're getting, spi- we're getting two Spider-Man animated movies. We're getting The Flash, which has Batman, so it's kind of part of the Batman film series. And with De- mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman and Wolverine, we're getting X-Men. To me, Spider-Man and Batman are the gold standards of the superhero genre, and X-Men is right under them. Yeah. And I think when you look at we have two new movies we'll talk about. Two upcoming movies that I think the genre desperately needs and mm-hmm. you know, we have Spider-Man and we have Batman. We have The King of Marvel and The King of DC coming. Yeah. Cuz Peter Parker is also in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So we have the two kings of the two franchises in new movies. I mean, it's not their movies, but they're co-stars in it so we're Mm -hmm. getting for the first time in a while since i think the batman a-listers again yeah so um yeah i don't know how i what way do you want to talk about this because i i was thinking like i haven't seen them we could also you have not seen them uh, we could yeah we could also live react to the trailers we could we could you you shit you have not seen either of them no. Oh my I, god. How many across the Spider-Verse trailers There's are there two. now? Is there two? Okay, then yeah, I've seen the first one but not this second one. Oh. Like I I will just say this first. I mean, you can br- I can talk a little bit while you bring it up. I liked the first Spider-Verse trailer. The first across the Spider-Verse trailer. But it did give me some concerns. Like I am a little worried that they're going to lean too much into multiverse and stuff like that. I mean, more, a lot, clearly it's going to be more so than Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That was a little concerning, that maybe it will lie too much on that gimmick. So I liked the first Spider-Verse trailer. I love this second one. This second one is a much, 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 much better trailer. It just made me go like, oh my god, like, when, dude... We're less than two months. We're a month and a half away from this movie coming out, and I am oh, so man, that hyped is for way it. Way sooner than yeah. Well, and you know, you at know the what? end, we'll talk about which of these two movies will we think will be the best. But uh, all right, I mean, I have an opinion on that I, already. Yeah, but let, there's let's, two. Okay, because there right? is an international trailer too. That's a bit different, but yeah, this is the one you want. Okay, let's see. <laughs> I 
the spot. Oh, here comes a big thing. That's the MCU. <gasps> Spider-Man Unlimited! <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> oh, this part's good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, that's... Uh, that trailer was amazing. Um, yes. Yeah, I was excited after the first one, and I didn't really have any doubts, but now I extra don't have any doubts. I mean... I, is it just me, or is this one much better than the first one? Yeah, I mean, it definitely, like, it gives a way better idea of how the movie's going to feel, in essence. Um, yeah, big, uh, the a lot of Miguel O'Hara, um, that's, that's cool. And, um, yeah, a lot, um... Yeah, that's uh, and actually, um, it kind of feels like the philosophy of this Miles Morales um, is kind of what I wanted Tom Holland's Spider-Man to have after the first movie, which was just like um, screw all of this like uh, Avengers stuff and trying to get me to be Avengers Spider-Man. I'm gonna just do my own Spider-Man thing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, he actually, that's actually a part of this story. Um, which is like, you know, everyone trying to teach him things. They're being like, you know, uh, dealing with this multiverse stuff instead of dealing with his own home and ho own neighborhood and own family. It's very interesting to see how that's all gonna come together. Yes. Yeah, so I guess maybe I should say two kind of concerns I have. And then we'll, we'll we'll get into the, the fun stuff about it. Okay. Well, again, 
one thing, this isn't part of the two, but I, I do worry a little bit about multiverse stuff. But mm-hmm. this trailer looks like it'll do a better job compared to like what I was worried about from the first trailer. One thing, this is a this is more of like a thing that confuses me. Okay, and I'll have a little bit of an explanation in a second. Mm-hmm. Miles talks about, you know, I can save both. You know, Spider Man mm-hmm. can find a way. And Miles says, "What about Uncle Ben?" And um, right. you know, Peter. But in the first movie, we had this whole big thing after Uncle Aaron died about the death of Uncle Ben not being able to save him. So it's a little bit like, well, did, haven't we explored that? Why is he? my guess is that uh, those two pieces of dialogue are from different parts of the movie? Yeah, I like mean, it's yeah, edited together sense. just for the trailer. Because otherwise, that's yeah. a bit of a continuity error. So it's yeah, a little bit like I mean it. It seems yeah. very likely. The trailers are put together that way a lot. So that's just kind of my thing. It's just like, uh, why is he... Does he not remember? That was like a big moment <laughs> in the first movie. Yeah. You know? Kid, we've all been there. For me, it was Uncle Ben, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, the yeah, other thing... One thing I'm a little, a little worried about. No, I think this is going to go the BVS Civil War route where Miguel and Miles, you know, they don't see eye to eye, and then at the end they team up to stop the big bad, who mm-hmm. looks like he'll be the spot. See, yeah. this is one of the things I love about the animated movies, is because you can go more hardcore and have lesser characters like the spot. Because, like, kind of like um, Mask of the Phantasm and stuff like that. Like, yeah. with every new Spider-Man... You have to assume that that's someone's first Spider-Man. So, like, whenever we get our new Peter Parker after Tom Holland is done, they're going to have to introduce this new Peter Parker. We're going to have to get, like, the big villains and stuff like that. But with this, if you're watching Into the Spider-Verse, you've seen every live-action Spider-Man movie. You know Peter Parker. You know all the villains. So you can just jump in and have fun like the comics. Mm -hmm. And you can have a lesser villain like the Spot, who you never have in live-action. Yeah. So that's thing. But one thing I'm a little worried about is that Miguel Hero will be the villain of the movie. Mm. Now, for me, this won't ruin the movie. But I do think it's good if they were to go down that path, unless they later explain, like, hey, this isn't the real Miguel O'Hara. Here's a different version of Miguel O'Hara who's good and all that. Mm hmm. If they go down that path, there's going to be some fans upset, and I would say rightfully so. Because when you look at alternate versions of Spider-Man, you know, obviously Peter Parker's number one. I think because of the movie, you would have Miles, but like right under him would be Miguel O'Hara as like one of the most beloved versions of Spider-Man. Yeah. You're going to upset some fans, and look... I think Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse is a perfect adaptation of Spider-Man. Like, it's perfect. I love Peter Parker, love Miles, love all of them. And look, it won't ruin it for me, but I will say if they go down that path, this will no longer be a perfect adaptation. It will be a very good one that made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I can see why people would be upset with that. I mean, ultimately, if I view them as standalone, I don't really care because I don't have an attachment to the game. It's like, a, if you tell a good story that way, whatever. I'm not worried about the other versions of it. Uh, ultimately, but Miguel is known as an ally of Spider-Man. Yeah, but that's when that's you're getting meta with it. You're 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 do you're uh, which is kind of like you kind of have to with a multiverse movie. But um, that's something that is only ruined because of the knowledge you have of the other uh, versions. But I mean, to be um, fair, to be fair, Joker, Joker should be evil. Superman should be good. I mean. There are some things. Now, I don't think they're going to go down this path, but I do think, like, if they do, look, it won't ruin the movie for me, you know. It's just, Look, as long as you don't screw up Peter Parker, and because this is also focusing on Miles Miles, yeah. you don't screw those up. We're good, you know. I don't ask for much. Yeah. But I will Ultimately, I will 100% yeah. understand if there are some people just like they they threw Miguel O'Hara under the bus unless we find out that he's not the real Miguel O'Hara and we introduce the re- kind of like how Chris Pine wasn't the real Peter Parker. Right. Then you can't complain, but I my hope is that like I I love the trio of Miguel, I mean of Miles, Peter and Gwen, but I would like to see it become a quartet. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, like, not having any deeper knowledge than these couple trailers and, like, sort of intermediate Spider-Man knowledge, I didn't get the feeling that he was going to be a villain at all. That wasn't really my takeaway. Okay, I think it's going to be uh, like, they disagree and then they go after the villain. But. Yeah, that, that's that's what I feel, too. But, like, I think, I think he could be an antagonist, which is different yes. than being a villain. Like a story antagonist, the person trying to stop you from doing what you're trying to do, um, that's different than being a villain. That so I did get that vibe from this that he is going to antagonize in a certain way, but not that he's a bad person or a villain. He just views something fundamentally differently. So that that's my prediction. But. Okay, so let's talk about some of the fun stuff, and we'll go a little because we want to fit in the Flash too. Um, we'll go a little yeah. more rapid pace. Miles, I loved. Again, I was a little, I was very concerned that this will lean too much into multiverse. But I loved the stuff with his parents that we see in the beginning of the trailer. Mm-hmm. I felt like it brought back the heart that the first one had, and I loved the whole like, like because he's not Peter Parker in this Spider Verse thing. You know, he's gonna have a different destiny. I love, I love that line of um. Everyone keeps telling me how my story is supposed to go. Yeah, and I just, I just love that. I think that's, uh, like, I think that's a, honestly a relatable thing that everyone can deal with. Like, everyone keeps telling me like this is what's going to happen, but yeah. I want to do my own thing. And yeah, I, think I almost that, feel like, like that. I almost feel like that line felt so significant in the trailer that it almost feels to me like that's basically going to be the whole crux of the movie. Is that? dissonance between yeah, I think, like, like the two everyone big telling you yeah will be like Miles trying to be like I'm my own person I think being a parent is going to be a big one right yeah that would be uh, yeah there would probably be two big 
things. One coming from Miles and one coming from Peter Parker. And those and are I like think the Miguel, because two... you see on a screen him with a daughter. I'm assuming she died. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, parenting. Yeah. yeah. And Miles' parents. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, so Miles' stuff looks great. Peter Parker. We finally got Mayday Parker, which um, was so cool to see. Again, because for me, Spider-Girl, the story of Peter training May Parker, it, well, not Aunt May, Mayday Parker, his daughter, is yeah. like, for me, like the perfect ending for Spider-Man. So to see that little foreshadow, I was like, <gasps> I heard like though we'll actually see adult Mayday Parker, like her as an adult, which would be cool for Peter to be like, oh, like... I'm gonna be a good parent yeah. someday. It's all gonna work oh, out. Oh, cool. Do you think? Do you think like in addition to multiverse shenanigan, shenanigans, there's like time shenanigans? Where no, he, I think it's like, gonna be her from another. I think it's gonna be her oh. from another world set in the future, like maybe um, like 15 years from now. Got it. Yeah. Which, by the way, it doesn't look like it's picking up right after the first movie because Miles seems a little mm. older. And mm-hmm. the, I mean, May is not like a little baby. She's like a toddler. Yeah. So it's yeah. I don't know. So it's probably two years after or something. Yeah. And um, you know what? There's I actually see some people don't like the way Miles's suit looks, like his new suit. I'll be honest. I do prefer the look from the first movie that he had at the end. You know, I do wish they would have. I hmm. wish that. Because I think it's like something that makes this costume really stand out in the comics is the webbing is red. That yeah. I think I wish they would add that in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that is but cool. I get how like that's probably very hard to do <laughs> mm-hmm. or something, but that looks great. I love. Um, again, Jake Johnson's Peter Parker is my favorite movie version of Peter Parker, so. Uh, it was great to see him. Love seeing um, him with Mayday. And then, oh, like, now look, I think at the end, Miguel be a good guy. But I forgot to tell you this. When I was at Target, maybe I did tell you. When I was at Target around Christmas, they had the Spider-Verse toys out. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the Peter Parker one, which didn't have plastic around it. So I was like, ugh, some kid probably stuck it in his mouth. But Yeah, we talked about the yeah, yeah the plastic. On the back, yeah. it says that Peter is like kind of torn between Miguel and Miles. So it's like, oh, are they going to... Because it wouldn't have made sense in Civil War because that was his first uh, introduction in the MCU. But it's like, are they going to do the Civil War storyline for Peter Parker in this movie? Like, he starts with Miguel. He's torn. He starts with Miguel, and then, because we see in that line, Miguel, this isn't what we talked about. And he switches to uh, join with Miles, and maybe, like, he'll be on the run with Miles. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I kind of think, like, we're going to get the Civil War Spider-Man storyline, which was kind of given to Black Widow in the movie. Another spider. So, (laughs) (laughs) there we go. There you go. I mean, yeah. I remember when they first announced it, and they were going to have it be Black Panther, but in retrospect, Black Widow makes more sense, because she's known them longer. Yeah. So, we have that. Um, Obviously, the Miguel stuff looks great. So, I'll mention something in a second, but 
You know, look, let's not get too hyped. Let's not get too hyped. But we saw there's more than one scene of Spider-Man from Spider-Man Unlimited, which... Ooh, got me in the heart! No, look, he's not going to have a big role. It's going to be teeny tiny, I think. Again, but he's at least in two scenes. And I just yeah. I just want to say, it is nice for the first time in 22 years to not have that show end on a cliffhanger anymore. Nice, like, yeah. He's fine, he survived. Yeah. Okay. Now we see who... Now we see Miles is kind of this, like... There's someone he won't be able to save. Um, now in the comics, there is someone significant to Miles who does die. So I've been debating about if I should bring that up or not, but you know, maybe I won't bring it up because I'm fairly certain it's gonna follow that. Okay. But I guess I'll turn. I mean, I can tell you if you don't care, but. Or if you want, I can keep it to myself, but... Um, I don't care. I'm trying to think of for, uh, you know, the sake of the, the, what's brought up on the podcast. I don't know. I don't, I don't care either way, but... You don't care? Okay, I, I can no. tell you then. Yeah, in the, in the comics... Com- I don't usually, like, if it's, yeah, if it's in a comic that's published a long time ago and we don't even know for sure if it's going to follow that, I usually yeah. don't care. No, I the one option I think it could be. This isn't from the comics. I do think Gwen's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Which could you imagine, like, if Peter sees Miles go through what he went through as well? Yeah, that that could be. Oh, that could be depressing, but yeah, yeah. awesome, awesome at the same time. Now, I do kind of think this is what they're going to do in the movie because there's someone who had a significant role in the first trailer. <clears throat> in the comics. Miles's mom dies. And again, going to that theme of being a parent. Mm-hmm. And then in the first trailer, we saw that scene between them about how um, she spent all this time raising this little boy. And yeah. they very specifically opened with Miles and his mom. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, Miles has a more close relationship to his mother than he does his dad. Right. So, and again, parenting being a theme, I think. If there is someone who's going to die, I think it's Miles' mom. Gotcha. I was almost going to predict out of thin air his dad because of uh, it looked like he was trying to save him at one point in the trailer. I don't know. But, um, yeah, very similar idea. Interesting. Yes. So I mean, that, I would, guess, be, that would be heart-wrenching. Yes, although she does come back later once in the comics, once they're the ultimate... The ultimate universe merges with the regular Marvel universe, mm-hmm. but I don't really see them doing that in these movies. Like, if she comes mm-hmm. back, it'll be because of time travel or something. Like, yeah, I don't see them ending the verse in the Spider Verse franchise. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes, I mean, if they, unless they really want to be like, this is the end, and we see Peter, Miles, Gwen all live in. All live on the same world, but I don't know if they're ready to end this thing just yet. So there we uh, go, and we also have going to D- the world of DC. We have the Flash. That's right, oh, Michael yeah. Keaton, uh, Ben Affleck. Uh, 
uh, someone who has had a little trouble with the law playing the Flash. Mm-hmm. Although, look. Of course. Ezra is not as good as Grant Gustin or John Wesley Ship, But I'll, I, I still do think Ezra is a good Flash. Even though other two much, much, much better. And are also better mm-hmm. human beings of, as we Yeah, was, good Flash, bad human. That's basically it. Yes. So, I have been... So, yeah, I don't know if you wanted to bring up... Because you haven't seen the trailer, right? Actually, um, wh- how... When's the most... Re- There's one that was two months ago. Is that I it? I think because, that's it, yeah. Because then I think I, I that I have seen it. I thought you were saying there was, like, a newer one. No, there, there is um, a newer one that's going to come out at CinemaCon. Okay. Which, when is CinemaCon? CinemaCon 2023, is that... Oh, that is ten days from now. Okay, so well, you have, have seen it. That. I yeah, th- that's yeah, the one. I think so. But let's watch it anyway. Yeah, I want a refresher. Be, but yeah. That's got to be Keaton, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, here comes an awkward moment. Don't strangle, Barry! <laughs> Ooh, Ben Affleck! <laughs> See, this makes it feel like a great finale. Like it's really tying yeah. everything up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> oh, here he comes. Oh, there's Ben. Yes. 
Oh yeah. So, well, yeah, I've definitely seen that. Yes. But um, yeah, lots there. Yes. I'll say one of the things that I remember thinking when I first saw it was like, okay, so this isn't just a fan. Like this actually is happening. I don't know. For some reason, here for over the years of talking <laughs> about this movie um, since twenty twenty coming out, yeah, it always felt like, oh yeah, there's gonna be a movie with uh, all the um, uh, DCEU characters and like Ben Affleck is back in. Yeah, Michael Keaton is in it. Yeah, sure whatever fake movie not real <laughs> and yeah it is real yes so i i will say this you know i have a lot of thoughts about this and they're, they're all coming in to my mind right now <laughs> that i've been waiting because yeah. it's been a while since we recorded but um yeah. i don't know if like i've been looking forward to this movie I don't know if there's ever been a trailer that has raised my hype so much after watching mm-hmm. it. Uh, this is one of the best DC trailers I've ever seen. Maybe the best I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I want to bring up something real quick. So, obviously we know what the original plan was for Michael Keaton's Batman. Michael Keaton was going to replace... Ben Affleck in the DCEU. He's going to appear in Batgirl. He filmed a scene for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And they were going to do a Batman Beyond movie with him in it. Obviously, um, 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 Batgirl's done. Batman Beyond canceled. No idea what's going to happen with Aquaman. Mm-hmm. So th- we went from... Three things filmed to just this one. Mm-hmm. And I've been a little worried about, like, uh, th- that they'll probably change the ending. And I could see that happening. But, and I've said, I'm going into this viewing it like this is not the same Batman from the Tim Burton movies. This is a different version. Mm-hmm. And this trailer convinced me even more this is not the same Tim Burton Batman. Because, like,. Even like in, there's a Super Bowl TV spot where he has all these different Batman costumes. Like even ones from before he had his uh, classic one we saw from the 1989 movie. I'm just like, well, that was never there. And this whole premise is like Barry goes back in time, saves his mother, and now the world is different. So this isn't like... This isn't like No Way Home where he goes to a, through a portal and goes to the Tim Burton world. This is this world is a world the Flash created. So it by that logic this Michael Keaton Batman is the Ben Affleck Batman, just older and with some more Burton influence. Yeah. And I now look I don't know how this movie is going to end. And we'll actually I have to talk about that in a little bit. About how are they supposed to end this movie? Because they can't do it the way James Gunn is hinting at. Mm-hmm. But I could see a scenario where we see... Because if you know the Flashpoint storyline, there's a big, big climax. And 
I could see a situation where we see Michael Keaton Batman dies. And then the big climax is Flash has to go back and fix everything. And then he comes mm -hmm. back to Wayne Manor and we see Ben Affleck as Batman. And Barry hugs him and is like, Batman, you're alive. So it's just like, yeah, like this is, my, it's Michael Keaton is more of a fun Easter egg than it is like, this is the canon continuation of the yeah. Tim Burton Batman. <clears throat> yeah. Now, sure. unless it's very good, maybe I can look. Now, unless they change it to where Michael Keaton is still Batman at the end, maybe mm -hmm. you could view it. But just from everything I'm seeing, I'm just like, I don't think this is the same one. And, you know, there's part of me, just a part of me that's just like, in the Michael Keaton Batman world, Ezra Miller is not the Flash, and this girl who they have playing Supergirl, I forget her name, is not Supergirl. Mm -hmm. In the Michael Keaton universe, it should be John Wesley Shipp is the Flash, and uh, Helen Slater is Supergirl, who was Supergirl, who was Christopher Reeve's Supergirl. But, you know, whatever. So, just from, wa just from watching this movie, I'm just like, this is not the same version. So, um, let's talk about this. I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but Flashpoint is my second favorite DC crossover book after Infinite Crisis. Hmm. I hmm. love that storyline so much. And I actually remember buying the fifth and final issue of that comic book the week before our senior year of high school. Like, it came out, like, just at the right time. And I remember just buying it, being like, oh boy, this is it. This is the reboot of the DC Universe. So I love the Flashpoint storyline. I mean, if it's if it sucks, luckily we do have an animated version with a 90s Batman in it, Kevin Conroy. So mm -hmm. we have that. So it's a great storyline. Um, obviously, Michael Keaton looks great back as Batman. Ben has talked about how this... He thinks this is the best stuff he's ever done as Batman. Looks like they've done a great job capturing the Flashpoint storyline. Obviously, some changes instead of Superman where you have Supergirl. Um, and it looks like it's tying everything up in a nice boat. To me, this is the proper finale of the DCEU. Whether you consider it began with Man of Steel, or if you like me, I consider it began with Batman Begins. This <laughs> is the true completion of it. And it looks like it's going out on a high note. And I will say this. This is how much I love this trailer. I don't know if it will beat this movie. But I think that this could... I, I say this. When I say what I'm about to say, the movie I'm about to compare it to, everyone who's listening to this knows I put this movie on a pedestal. Yeah. I think this could movie could be on the level of Captain America Civil War. I think yeah, it's go it looks like it will be great. And here's the thing. It's an open secret that Warner Brothers thinks it's great because there's people like legit people from like Hollywood Reporter Deadline Variety who've seen the movie who think it's great. Tom Cruise actually has seen the movie and talked about it's great. And if you need any more proof that Warner Brothers believes in this movie, 
they are taking this to CinemaCon in a few weeks, <laughs> which is they're not critics. They're movie theater owners. You can't yeah. put them under embargo. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> in 10 days or like the event starts in 10 days. But I, whenever, whenever it gets shown in a few weeks, the word is going to be out about if this movie is good. And Warner Brothers is just like, uh, we're going to show it two months early to get the word out. And that that right there is big, big, big. That is the most confident yeah. you can be. Oh, yeah. That is, yeah. That's, that's confident. That is definitely confident. Yes. So... I I think this could be DC, the DCEU's best movie. So, I mean, I, what do you think about... And then we'll talk about something that's a little bit like, hmm. But what, what do you think about the potential for The Flash? Um, um, I think... Um, yeah, the trailer makes it seem just like ridiculously entertaining like um i i didn't honestly have any hype for this movie at all until i saw this trailer i I just didn't really even like get it before i saw this trailer and now i i get it so it it looks very entertaining um uh i don't know like uh i still have like um um you know, I guess we're looking at two movies that are like difficult plot type plot style things to both write and make look or visually and make make sense. Multiverse and time related stuff. Um I think Yeah, like with, the Flash I mm-hmm. like if you know Flashpoint storyline, that's not really multiverse. That's time travel. Because I see yeah. people talk about multiverse all the time with him. Just like, it really isn't. Like, there is a chance that at the end of the movie, we see that the world that Barry created in the Flashpoint mm-hmm. still lives on. Yeah, I guess, like, I get the difference. I think just in terms of a style of story to tell, I don't think there's functionally a difference because we're talking about there being different versions of characters and like yeah bring it bringing in characters from different times slash bringing in characters from different universes is kind of the same storytelling device um and anyway i think with like into the spider-verse showed me that that can work in a sequel so i have like no doubt in my mind about that and so I'm more excited about Across the Spider-Verse and more confident that we'll it'll be good. We'll get into what we think will be better and what we're more yeah. excited for in a minute. Yeah, but. I mean, that was just a, a, a spoiler. A spoiler. I knew, we were, <laughs> I knew we were going to talk about that. But um, So I guess th- my reservations with this is just that I don't know the storyline, how it's going to work in this, like... DCEU style this saga um uh I'm sure it'll all work out I'm sure it'll make sense I just uh I mean do you really know do you know anything about the Flashpoint storyline besides what we brought up on this podcast no 
Yeah, no, nothing. That's one you should get in. That's one you should read. Jeff Johns is really good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure it is. Um, I mean, yeah, this looks um, like an extremely entertaining movie. I just, I, yeah, I just, uh, for the sake of nitpicking, I just can't wrap my head around getting like as excited about it as you as a form of nitpicking like which one i'm more excited about but um that's that's really all um it also of course like um has to come out in the you know i i I always i do keep forgetting that like um it's really only because of one movie but like andy machete is kind of one of my favorite directors so (laughs) that is another reason both uh, movies yeah and actually his first i think his first movie mama is a pretty good horror movie as well um yeah so i mean that that's um if anything if this goes down as one of the best like uh dc movies i will be i will feel um happy that he was uh uh at the mantle behind this movie um, so I'm, I, I do, that does raise my confidence as well. I know he's yeah. a good director. I almost wish I had recorded, um, my reaction to this trailer because if you would have like watched, cause I, I, I thought about it, but I was like, is it going to be interesting to just watch me sit like this yeah. the whole yeah, time? I'm sure you weren't sitting like that. Yeah. I was just like, and then when Michael Keaton went, I'm Batman, I went, <laughs> yeah. So here's a question to bring up before we get we wrap this up and we mm-hmm. get into the you know what do we think will be best for the yeah. Flash movie? There's a how is this movie supposed to end? That is a big question because James Gunn is hinting this movie is going to reset the DC uni- the DCEU and it's going to mm-hmm. launch the DC universe. But that I mean that can't really happen because then the movie would have to end with our new Batman actor and our new mm-hmm. Flash actor. And there's no way that they've been cast and there's no way that's been shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I right? Or uh, yeah, I mean, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's more of like, uh, they're just going to say that like, it's going to reset everything. I don't think mm-hmm. like, like I don't think Aquaman two is chapter one of the new DC universe James Gunn is putting together. I yeah. think it's more just like I think it's gonna go like from Batman and Robin to Batman Begins. It just we rebooted. Right. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I think it's more like this movie brings into the canon the idea of resetting and like timelines changing, and that's enough to just yeah. say the next thing we just yeah is the beginning yeah so we we agree this isn't gonna end with our new flash actor and the batman from the brave and the bold movie coming out yeah yeah I mean, so yeah that's what i'd say i guess i th- i'm fairly certain that after the events we'll see both flash and batman how do you think this movie will end will it be with ben affleck as Batman, will it be Michael Keaton as Batman, or may I may I uh, say possibly both, where we see in Barry's world, 
we see Ben is back as Batman, but then we cut and see an alternate universe that the that universe with that other Barry Allen and Supergirl is still around with Michael Keaton either leading the Justice League or he's now mentoring Terry McGinnis at Batman Beyond post credit scene. So, I just, what, what do you think? How do you think it will end? Uh, man, I uh, I really feel like I don't have the slightest clue. Um, but um. How would it like I I I and we know that what the original plan was, but now that there's new ownership, yeah. there have been reshoots. Yeah, uh, yeah. I will say uh, that is actually one of the things that like concerns me. That like I don't know how like how many people like saw this movie and thought it was great, and then they changed it. I, I, exactly. Like, that's something that I am worried about. Yeah, like I I don't like if this feels like. We need to shoehorn a way to make this fit with the future DCEU, like to make it make sense that this is resetting for that. Um, yeah, that worries me. Um, and yeah, um, I don't know. Um, I guess it's you know it's just gonna feel it's just gonna be wrapped up. I mean that would be the that would be the way to um I don't know like giving every character some kind of like logical ending that even if it's not on screen you can be like okay and this is where this character in this universe goes from here and kind of uh leaving the audience with that for each character like how this uh the flash saving all of time like how that has affected all of the characters um and then just kind of leaving it at that and like that's essentially the reset is like okay we can mentally block off that these characters get to live on in their universe like this and then we're starting fresh um that would be the good outcome and probably the one that would make to justify this movie being good, but yeah, yeah, I think the one I think is the least likely is that the movie ends and all we see is just Ben Affleck as Batman. Because one, I don't think Ben would have agreed. Because look, this whole scenario, let's just be honest, it is because Ben l- left. Although, you know. Now that they're ending the DCEU, unlike the MCU, which will end without Cap and Iron Man, we're actually not gonna we're actually ending the DCEU with Batman. Which which is nice. It's nice to have, you know, the the big character still there at the end. Mm-hmm. But number one, I don't think Ben would have agreed to like, alright, we're gonna reshoot this ending, but you're still gonna be Batman. Right. And I also think Look, Spider-Man No Way Home made $1.9 billion. I think it's safe to say it would not have made that much if they killed off Toby or Andrew. Like, I think if yeah. they if they were to, like, off Michael Keaton's Batman, it will hurt the box office. It's not gonna... 
I mean, that was part of the the fun with seeing Toby and Andrew. And if they had, like, if, in that scene where Toby gets stabbed, if he had died. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe you're looking at, like, 800 million. Like, I think it would have hurt it a lot, the box office. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, I think the most likely thing is that we could still see the original ending where Barry goes to Wayne Manor. And, oh, look, it's Michael Keaton as the DCEU Batman. But I could also see a scenario where, um, because this is it, this is the end, we get to see a wrap-up for both Ben and Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, I think so. Yes. So... As we bring this episode to a close, we will talk about, I guess, A, um, well, I guess one, screw screw letters, we're going with numbers. One, <laughs> yeah. what was the best trailer? What do you think we'll do? How do you think they'll do at the box office? And three, what will be the better movie? So first, what was the better trailer of these two? Oh man! Um, I'll be honest. Me- I I think it was the Flash. Like I love the Spider Verse trailer. Yeah. But for me, I will say. Again, for me, the flat the first Flash the Flash trailer is definitely much better than the first Spider Verse trailer. But comparing to the second one, I will say the Flash just inches over even though i love both both these trailers are just 10 out of 10 for me yeah um i mean yeah my bias is uh showing um but i honestly i have to say like i thought it was fantastic first watching this uh flash trailer and just like seeing that it was all actually happening was great um however like i just watching the second spider-verse trailer just a little bit ago I was like smiling the whole time just like this is exactly what I want like I it was so satisfying and yeah I that's that's the trailer that got me more hyped oh man you know what's amazing like these two movies are coming out two weeks apart from each other and man the superhero genre really Desperately has needed these two movies. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. So, how do you think they'll do at the box office? So, I think Flash... I honestly think it all depends on how Michael Keaton's Batman goes over. If they mm-hmm. do a great job with him, I I, honestly, I could see it being a billion-dollar movie. Mm-hmm. If... If they like kill him off or like his role is disappointing, like if he turns out to be evil Batman, then I could see where it gets like six fifty million or something. So mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, DCEU franchise that has struggled since before it started. Um, mm-hmm. obviously, there's stuff with Ezra. What What do you? But I still think if they nail Michael Keaton's Batman, that yeah. will be enough to bring it to a billion. So, mm-hmm. what do you think? How do you think the Flash will do at the box office? Yeah, I guess let's say I. I guess I don't see it. I guess I don't see it doing a billion. There's something that tells me 
that people have more like that people do have not superhero fatigue but dc eu fatigue um but yeah this is also but, kind of burton verse yeah. adjacent yeah but yes i think i actually think that uh i guess what i'm saying is i think it could make like upward like over 500,000 like close to a billion you um, mean 500 million 500,000 that's a bad oh yeah that's, that's a bad not, yeah. <laughs> that's a bad day. 500 million um like yeah in that between that so not quite a billion but over that um and to me the reason why i think it's going to be that high uh i don't know even like yeah uh, 700 800 something like really high like that is because of the uh inclusion of uh you know the burton verse or uh michael keaton and because of the potential of it being just so good that additional word of mouth of how good it is was like, oh, you were burnt out on those. No, you have to check this one out. That's why I think it could, could get that high. If it didn't have those things, I think it would be like, oh, this is dead. Like, uh, I, uh, I would, yeah, venture to put it much lower than that. But um, I do think that this will, if all is uh, going the way it sounds to be going, that it's very good and it, maybe that, that part of it is, is nailed, as you said. I think, yeah, the upper end of that estimate, and I think it'll, yeah, do, I do think, like, it'll do better, and maybe, um, it's also, uh, Across the Spider-Verse an animated movie, so, I mean, like, that changes things, so, like, yeah, I think Flash will do quite a bit better uh, yeah i, I think have no that, doubt flash will do better yeah. than spider-verse for sure which but is I actually i think but... across this i actually think across the spider-verse would i think it, it could very well do a fair bit better than the first one um oh we'll i mean we'll get to I'm, spider-verse's box office in a second but. yeah okay yeah i'm always trying to uh pull web your way together. back into it yeah um i think yeah, that's those are my thoughts. Before we move on to the Spider Verse box office, what do you think? If this movie's good, if it's good, mm-hmm. let's say hypothetically it's eighty five percent Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. does it make more money than the Batman? I say yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it has. This looks. It's, I mean, Michael yeah, Keaton's nostalgia it looks more fun than the Batman. I was actually having another conversation about the Batman with a family member recently, and I clicked on something that uh, I was trying to kind of, they didn't hate it, but I was trying to defend why I thought it was my top two are the Dark Knight and the Batman. I was trying to kind of Number two? Yes, I like it that much. It's like a nine out of ten. It's amazing. Um, I was trying to defend. Too bad you didn't write describing Spider-Man. People like you don't understand but i was trying to defend why i like it so much and i was kind of saying like oh i like that it's a single vision like it it, it, there isn't like 10 different people's grubby hands that were all over it 10 is a low number this i don't even know why obviously i was i think you're romanticizing that a little bit i Um, it it wasn't like yeah matt reeves just had a vision for batman and went in like i am yeah they no but this was they want a new batman movie (laughs) 
is it enough that it feels that way? Like that even I mean, if sure, that's, but let's even not if pretend that's not true. like even they if were that's never, not they were true not going to make a Batman movie. And he got hired to do Batman, and then he yeah. came up with the story. It wasn't like, like I don't actually. Yeah, there's a huge there's there's hundreds of people, even possibly like over a thousand people. Only who work on one big that like was that. like this passion project was the first one with Tim Burton because yeah. it had never been done. Yeah, um, but I don't even think that that's the point at all because like obviously hundreds and hundreds of people work on big movies like this, and it's not just one person's vision. I do understand that, but maybe what I'm getting at is not one person's vision so much as it just feels like a coherent vision. It doesn't feel it's like... It's more like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man or yeah, the Nolan I think Batman that some superhero movies... Marvel is Kevin yeah. Feige's vision. There's a tendency for big blockbuster movies to, understandably, that's why they're big blockbuster movies, appeal to as many people as possible by having little hints of everything like maybe it's scary but only a little bit and then maybe it's uh comedy but it's just com- comedic relief uh and then it has references that are older for the older people and then like uh they say something about tiktok and like yeah like um or like it just like the the vibe of it is very neutral like the cinematic direction of it like I can't necessarily say like I could I could use a lot of um very specific adjectives to describe the Batman. It would be like um like mysterious or eerie or dark is kind of a boring word, but uh uh it kind of yeah, emblemizes that. Um uh a, like it just feels very specific and most movies don't so boldly go into a very very specific like style like that that I actually think that that in terms of a box office number hurts it a lot because if I, you're uh, I, you're making something more niche yeah I think there's yeah. no way the Batman would have been the way it was if Warner Brothers wasn't planning to also have another Batman in the DCEU and now the DCU. Like, I think that they made a Batman movie that um, is, like, you're either going to click with it or not. Like, there are certain, like, decisions about it that some people are just going to hate. Some people like like I always bring it up, but like some people are just not going to want a slow burn long movie, uh, especially as like a superhero movie. Like that's not what they want at all. Um, yeah, it's just it's very specific. It's more niche, and I never it never felt like the Batman was the movie that was going to be the over billion dollar, like a best selling superhero movie in years. Like I think that stuff I mean, like the flash are tweak more a few the things. The sequel could be. Yeah. Yes. So let's get into spider versus box office. How much did the first one make? I think it was like 300 something, right? 
I have no idea. I was I'm gonna I was gonna guess two hundred and eighty. All right, it was three hundred and eighty four. Oh, that's pretty good. Wow. Yeah, and again, it's it's like this is a th- I don't understand. I mean, I guess I because like it is more exciting to see live action superheroes, but like Mask of the Phantasm flopped. This one is by far the least grossing Spider Man. I don't know why. Just people would just. It's something we need to work on. We need more people to embrace animated superheroes. Yeah, there's uh, there's something. I mean, that literally, click with people are two the best version of Batman we've ever had on the big screen. The best version of Peter Parker Spider Man we've ever had on the big screen were animated yeah. ones. Mask of the Phantasm and Peter B. Parker in Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, honestly, like part of that almost like same conversation I was talking about where I was trying to defend myself about the Batman. I was also saying that I think that Into the Spider-Verse is like like a definitive Spider-Man, like just that like if you like the character of Spider-Man at all, you have to watch it. And almost no one in the room had seen it. One other what? person. Oh. Um, And I was just saying like, if you haven't seen it because it's animated, like you're missing out like in like you wouldn't believe like the animation is completely revolutionary it's some of the best versions of the characters like i mean it, it, it yeah it's 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 nuts that you know people sleep on it um like that uh, and other animated movies um but yeah obviously this one uh 380 is higher than I expected. That's going to, I mean, it will be. It's for an animated movie, maybe kind of hard to beat. Uh, maybe I'll guess like 400, just a little higher. I, I would, I, I'll be honest, I think it's going to do a lot better. I could see it doing 600 or maybe even 700 because I of I two heard... factors. Okay. Oh, what were you going to say? I just I thought I heard that the Super Mario Brothers movie was like 486 or something around there, and that it was the third highest grossing animated movie of all time. Well, and like so, Frozen made a billion, Toy Story three and four made a billion, so that's I think um, it was, you're th- thinking opening weekend or something. Yeah, I, I yeah I think I am thinking opening weekend. Yeah, because I know it's yeah. one of like the biggest opening weekends ever for an, an animated movie. Yeah, that is it then. Yeah. But, like, since that time, honestly, I think maybe the pandemic helped into the Spider-Verse. Maybe. I think we've seen more people are discovering and discovering it. I'll say it. I think the drop in quality of the MCU could help it because Mm -hmm. we're getting lesser. We're not, we don't have A-listers in the MCU right now. Yeah. But Spider-Man is about, even though it's about Miles Morales, we still do that Peter Parker. Spidey is the king of Marvel. There's no doubt. You know, people like Iron Man, Captain America, and Hulk, that's great. Spider-Man is the king. He is their Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And this is another thing. The last Spider-Man movie, No Way Home, everybody loved Everybody loved that movie. It didn't matter if you hated the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, if you were like still diehard, like the MCU is still great after Endgame. Everyone loved Spider-Man No Way Home. And this is a new Spider-Man movie that's also multiverse. 
which that would be in 2024 once Beyond the Spider-Verse come out, comes out. That will be an interesting quadrilogy to rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> the Spider-Verse quadrilogy. Yeah, for sure. I think that... I think No Way Home is going to significantly help it. Yeah, I think so too. I actually... um. Uh, and I actually do think part another reason I think that this one will do a lot better is because I think um that I think that in a short amount of time into the Spider-Verse has developed like a, a small legacy of just people revering it a lot and like revering like the animation style and the story and I think that there's maybe needed to be a little bit of time of word of mouth yeah. to kind of uh, let the general movie going public, you know, sink in to like, this is a big deal of a, like this Spider-Man movie is a big deal. And I also wonder if coming this. out around Aquaman hurt it a little bit. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a much better movie than Aquaman, but Aquaman yeah. made like a billion dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I do think that like as time has gone, more people are hearing about it, and then everyone who watches it loves it. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, um, yeah. All right. I guess we'll wrap this up with our last question, which all you right. kind of alluded to. Of these two movies, The Flash. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Two movies I think could help save the genre when it desperately needs it. Which one is going to be the better movie? And I, I, I guess I'll turn to you first since you've kind of already alluded to yeah, it. Well, well yeah, I, I feel... I don't, I don't even... I, I feel like even if... The Flash nails every single aspect of what it's trying to accomplish that I'll still like Across the Spider-Verse better, even if it doesn't quite nail everything it's trying to accomplish. Like, yes. if uh, if if Across the Spider-Verse reaches 90% of its potential, I'll like it more than if The Flash reaches 100% of its potential. Which one do you think will be better, Into the Spider-Verse or Across the Spider-Verse? That's really hard. Um, gosh, that is really hard. Uh, I guess I'll put it... I, if it reaches 100% of its potential with the numbers I was arbitrarily alluding to, yes. But it will have to, like, absolutely, like, just make a perfect movie, version of the story. So, for me, like... Um talking about Spider-Verse versus Spider-Verse. I don't think it'll be as good as Into the Spider-Verse. And I don't even know if I've ever mentioned it on here, but even though it's called Spider-Verse, it's really more of an adaption of Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pakeli's Spider-Men storyline. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, might be my favorite Marvel comic of all time. <laughs> so... That's kind of tough to be like you're an adaption of like one of the best comics of all time. Yeah. And this is this seems more like an original story that looks like it's taking more of Dan Slott's Spider-Verse storyline, which is a really good storyline. 
actually got the collected edition for Christmas, I think, two years ago. But um, I, I just my I think Spider I think Across the Spider Verse will be great, but I still think that the first one will be better just because I think it has better source. It has possibly the best Marvel source material you could have for a movie. So I go between Spider Man and the Flash. I've been debating about this for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think what one has the bigger potential to be a disappointment is The Flash. But knowing the source material, I just, I'm going to go with my gut. I just, I think The Flash has better pieces pieces to make a better movie. But I think they're going to be very close. I just, yeah. <clears throat> I look at I'm just... Again, Flash, I think, could be the bigger disappointment. But I just, I, I'll slightly give it because mm-hmm. it's... I get that. An adaptation of, like, one of the best DC storylines with, like, the the two actors playing Batman I, I would want to have come back the most. And I just... Yeah. I I think the source material Flashpoint is better than the Dan Slott Spider-Verse story, so... I think both yeah. are great, but I just yeah, I think you, I'm going to go with Flash. It, yeah, you go with Flash. Um, when you put it that way, in terms of what could be more disappointing, I think another thing that makes me answer across the Spider-Verse, uh, when you speak of like potential for disappointment, I think it's like in the cards that I won't like the Flash, even though I think I will, and I think the story looks really exciting, and the trailer gives me no doubts that I'll like it, and that it'll be great. Um, I think it's possible. It's in the cards that I won't like it, and I'll think it's bad. I ju- I genuinely think there's a near zero percent chance I won't like Across the Spider Verse. Really? I, I, like I don't think it's possible like even if some of the things that you said you're worried about came true like i don't care um i just don't see it being bad like you you don't have any concern that maybe it'll focus too much on the multiverse shtick and it will lose focus on the plot it's trying to tell of like miles being his own person and the themes of parenthood with peter yeah miles's mom and miguel um, there's not a little concern of just like maybe it could lean too much into multiverse because yeah, I mean, it is a lot as, more than the first one. I mean, the furthest my concern goes though, because I yeah, leaning into the multiverse shtick wouldn't be good, but like I think it would end up being like a seven out of ten. It'd be like <laughs> just good. Um, that's like the worst I could see it being, honestly. Um, because yeah. you haven't even, seen Doctor like, Strange yeah, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, but um that's how not to do it. Well, I just I don't know. Like I guess I just cuz that movie doesn't sound good to me. I haven't seen that, but um it's it's all I don't right. know if it's in the cards that they do that. Like, you have complete trust. Like they they fe- they know their story and they're going to they're going to make sure the story is the main focus and the multiverse stuff will just be a nice flavor accent onto it. Yeah, again, like that's my confidence is there, but like I just um 
I would. Uh, it would. It would be. Um, it, it just. It would feel like I'm living in an alternate universe if it were like atrocious. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's in the cards because I've seen the two trailers. Not that that's always a teller, but like. Um, they would have to cut this together really bad for it to just, like, <laughs> not work. The trailers yes. would have to be complete lies, which is possible. But, um, yeah, if it was totally fumbled, I would be like, oh, look at how pretty that fumble was. Yes. So, I guess I, before we wrap this up, two more questions about Spider-Verse. Right. One, will the trio be there? Will Toby, Tom... And Andrew be there? Honestly, I hope not. Really? Um, I, I think, like, I don't know, like, we did that already. Maybe that's see- the thing that could make it bring it below. Maybe I am more worried than I thought. <laughs> I could see, you know what I almost think would be kind of cool, but I could see happening. Maybe there's, like, you see in the background, like, people will pause and be like, that's them, and there's always, like, this debate about, is that them? It kind of yeah. looks like them. That would be the like, best way to do it. That would be fun. I mean, I think at minimum, I, you'll yeah. see, you, you'll you see in the background their, their characters, even if they right. don't voice them. Do you, I mean, do you think that at least there'll be that? Like, I have no doubt have of they, that. Have they referenced anything live action? Um, in the It seems like the they're trailers? bringing in a lot of animated stuff. Yeah, like they have like, Spectacular Spider-Man, they have Spider-Man Unlimited, they have the video game, but... Yeah, but have they referenced anything from, yeah, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, well, Tom Holland, like any of those in the international trailer, it begins with clips from those old movies. Okay. I mean, yeah, there there's Sony like Spider-Man movies, so I don't know if I don't know if that feels significant. I mean, look, uh-huh. to be honest, I don't really care if like I, I mean, I love Toby Spider-Man, but to me, I'm just like Jake Johnson's good enough. I mean, for me, this is what happens to Toby's Spider-Man later. Like Jake Johnson's yeah. Spider-Man is Toby for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't yeah, my, I don't I I was just I I um I don't think that's inherently bad like that would turn out bad. I just think that that would be a a sign that they're leaning into it as a gimmick uh that could make it worse, but um that doesn't inherently make it bad. And I also don't think they're going to do it. That's my hunch, but yeah. Yeah. Now I'm not saying like they'll they'll be like have roles like they did in No Way Home, but I do think somewhere in the background you'll see them. Yeah. Like like Spider Man Unlimited. Yeah. Which two scenes? Two scenes with <laughs> Spider Man yeah, Unlimited. Two scenes. All right, last question. This just popped into my head. Do you think that the spot is the main villain of the movie? I mean, well, there is also Vulture, who we see, you know, um, he doesn't look like Vulture, but, you know, Miguel fights him, he fights the Vulture, we see that in yeah. the trailer, but do you think the spot is the main villain, or is there another one they're hiding? Like, there's no evidence for this, but I'm just kind of wondering, like, 
is the spot the main, or is there someone else? I don't know. I, I kind of did get the feeling that they were hiding something. Like, there's something about every time the spot was on screen, it didn't quite feel like we're looking at the main villain. Don't know how to explain it. Like, it was a little, like, not quite menacing enough. Uh, not, uh, I didn't see the motivation necessarily. Uh,. But the thing that could be hiding could be a different villain they're not talking about. Uh, some kind of twist like someone else being evil, like that one idea, um, which we don't necessarily want. Um, I did just have an idea pop into my head, but finish oh, what yeah, you're the, uh, the other thing that could be hiding is maybe there is a deeper layer to the spot that we just don't know what motivates the villain yet, and so that could be the disconnect that... Hiding, having, and that they're hiding, but those are my only thoughts. I'm like, I get, I really only feel like about 50% confident that the spot is the main villain. I could go either way. Yeah. So, like, I think, I think I can safely say, I don't think they'd repeat Kingpin or Green Goblin or Doc Ock, who we saw in the first one. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe they would do the sto- the the comic book villain was Morlin, but I think they probably will have announced that ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I did have a thought just popping in my head, and it's mm-hmm. from the Spider Man Two sequel Bendis did before he left Marvel. Now we follow Miles. You know, in Marvel Comics, it's Earth Six One Six, which is where Peter B. Parker's from, which they show actually on a screen in the first movie and miles is from earth 1610 mm-hmm. and in the comics in peter parker's universe the main earth 616 miles was and was a gangster who worked for the kingpin could the villain be an evil version of miles morales from possibly peter's universe or somewhere else could he be an evil Miles Morales, especially if we continue the whole theme of everyone keeps telling me how my story is going to end? Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> like, um, I could see it as like if there's a version of himself who chooses something different and that that's, turns out bad. Oh. Um, they would definitely have to be hiding a whole lot, it feels like, for that like, to be what happened. in the story but... on Miles, because obviously <clears throat> in Miles' universe, Peter died when he was 16, so everyone's a little bit older, so this would be adult Miles Morales. Yeah. Kind of like how in Spider-Verse, that Peter was 26 versus this one's like in his 40s. Peter B. Parker's in mm-hmm. his 40s. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, Tough to say. Doesn't feel like... It feels like a cool possibility. Yeah. Well, guys, we will be finding out in less than two months about Mm -hmm. Spider-Man into the Spider... I mean, across the Spider-Verse. That's one we definitely need to do a special on. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yes. So, guys, there we go. With this special episode of comment section, I don't even know if we maybe we could even split these two in half. But um, yeah, we reaction episode and trailers episode. Yes. 
So, guys, there we go. You know what? Also, I just realized CinemaCon with the Flash, that means we're probably going to get the ending spoiled before it comes out. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, true. we already... I mean, when they showed footage of Michael Keaton, I already pretty much... Eh, the description of it was everywhere, so it'll get mm-hmm. spoiled. But you know what? Honestly, maybe knowing how it ends will like help you enjoy the movie more. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But um, there we go, guys. The King of Marvel, the King of DC, are soon returning to movie theaters. Finally, this is the summer we've been waiting for. We also have Elemental coming out soon, and the Little Mermaid live action remake. This is the summer we've been waiting for since 2019. It's and, here, guys. And Ari Aster's bow is afraid. Oh okay, yes, we're doing is a that special the one on you watched the uh, uh, with the what's the VPN? Um, I don't know. Oh, are you talking about like um the uh, yeah, Amazing Maurice, the British? No, oh, this that is totally, was it. This is totally, yeah, that was a British movie. This is totally different. This is the director of Hereditary and Midsummer's third movie. Okay. It's coming out next week, I think. Oh, well. There we go. We got so much good stuff coming. Yeah. This year, 2023, guys, we waited for this for four years. Well, no, three years. We've been waiting for it. Finally, the summer movie season is upon us. Well, not yet, but it's coming. It's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. That's right. It kicks off with Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, in a few weeks. So, guys, there we go. We'll be here to cover the summer movie season. The first big ones. It's 2019. Yes. It's time to get hyped. And so, until next time, until then, always remember to refill your web shooters, take your batterings, and put them in your utility belt. We will see you this summer for summer 2023. Until then, always remember, even in the summertime, to bring kneecaps or a parachute because you forever can keep falling down that rabbit hole.